My orders is to write once a month, at least. It is impossible. There's no conveyance. And therefore, at the foot of all your letters, I beg you will mention the date when you heard from me last, and inform them that Cathcart has wrote you that all is well at Tripoli. Nothing extraordinary has happened since I wrote you last. Your sincere friend and brother exile, J.L. Cathcart. That was James Leander Cathcart, American consul in Tripoli, writing to William Eaton, a fellow consul in Tunis, in 1799. After Congress created the Consular Service in 1792, consuls were stationed in cities all over the world, wherever Americans traded or visited. Consuls acted as government representatives for American sailors and travelers abroad. That was their official job, along with keeping track of the commerce flowing through their post. They did all kinds of things, from issuing passports, to booking passage home, to acting as legal advocates for Americans who got into trouble with the law in a foreign country. Consulships weren't exactly positions awarded to the best and the brightest in the American diplomatic universe. They were more like consolation prizes for small services or sacrifices rendered to the U.S. government. They certainly weren't seen as positions that required a lot of skill. Many consuls had no diplomatic experience at all when they were appointed. But those consuls offered traveling Americans something they sometimes desperately needed, a connection to home. What consuls did most of all was write. That's really how they did most of their job. They wrote letters to the Secretary of State, their boss. They wrote to banking houses, merchants, and lawyers. They wrote to the government officials of the city or the nation they lived in. They wrote to other American consuls throughout their region and beyond. And of course, they wrote to their family and friends back home. And when they wrote, they complained. They loved to complain. They complained about everything. Their surroundings, their constituents, the lack of communication with others. Consuls like James Leander Cathcart complained about not being able to write and that there was nothing to write about. When there was something to write about, he complained that no one was listening. But behind the complaining lay real challenges that sometimes reached beyond the consul's own circle of influence. Consuls worked as official representatives of the United States, but it was hard for them to get clear guidance from the State Department quickly enough for that guidance to be useful. In a lot of cases, they had to make things up as they went along. They had to learn about law, both the laws of the United States and the laws of the country they were stationed in, but most were not trained as lawyers. They tried to uphold their own honor and the honor of the American nation, when very often they felt forgotten by that nation. They struggled to make ends meet. Most consuls were expected to hold a full-time job and do their consular work on the side, for no pay from the U.S. government. They also got blamed for a lot of stuff that wasn't really their fault. On occasion, they got involved in, shall we say, extra-legal circumstances in order to protect either other Americans or themselves. They also struggled to get along with the people around them, both American and non-American. And sometimes they betrayed quite a bit of racism and classism. Season 1 of Consolation Prize investigates some of these 19th century American consuls and their complaints, and then takes a look at the ways in which those complaints fit into the larger history of the United States and the regions the consuls served. 
We hope you'll join us as we tell stories about these voluntary exiles.